Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, the podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad. I have with me Father Alec. And Father Alec, today we are going to talk about um, the Feast of the Epiphany and, and more broadly the Christmas season. And the Feast of the Epiphany has this really cool, unique um, antiphon when you pray morning prayer, evening prayer, which mentions the fact that today we on the Feast of the Epiphany, we celebrate not only the wise men coming, which is what we all know, you know, we all know we three kings from Orient are, but also the baptism of Jesus and the wedding feast at Cana. So what is going on with that? Good question, right? And I think that it is, well, you preach about Epiphany a lot during the Christmas season. There, there are a lot of the readings from Christmas as a priest, you, you see the same gospels frequently. And so you, you kind of like start noticing patterns and start preaching in interesting directions as much as you can. Um, but I think that what's going on, like a simple answer is we have sort of reduced the epiphany to like one specific day and one specific moment, which is traditionally January 6th, the 12th day of Christmas, the three kings see Jesus. And that is epiphany, right? That's mm -hmm. epiphany. And then everything else is something else, right? Um, there's, you know, nativity, there's the visitation, there's the baptism of the Lord, et cetera, et cetera. But epiphany is that one thing. And of course, when we talk about the, the word epiphany, the concept of epiphany, um, it's much bigger than that. And I think it actually is sort of the key to understanding the entire Christmas season, right? The entire Christmas season that runs from the birth of the Lord on the nativity all the way traditionally, and now I know it goes to ordinary time and everything else, and that, that's fine, but it runs to traditionally February 2nd, where it was the presentation of the Lord. And mm -hmm. you say, well, there's all these different things about Jesus's childhood, and, you know, is it childhood that is the, the theme that ties them all together? But I actually think it's, it's not the early life of Christ, because after all, the wedding feast of Cana is mentioned as one of those three things, which is mm -hmm. an adult, adult occurrence, as was the baptism of the Lord. It's all about these many, many, many moments in Christ's life in which the power of the one who has come to save us is finally made known. And the way that it is seen through all these various different ways, through Christ himself, through the people reacting to Christ, through everything that's going on, we see the power of Christ coming into the world and we recognize it for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that is the broader sense of the epiphany of God that I think is so important for us to remember throughout this whole Christmas time. Yeah. I think that, um, that that's manifested even more in the fact that like Christmas itself as a feast day is less ancient than the feast day of the epiphany. Like that, that was, and, and in fact, then, then the annunciation, like the Christmas, the, the celebration, of the nativity was less uh, important in in that sense because these other feasts were more about the manifestation of Jesus as opposed to like the actual moment. Yet Christmas itself is a scene or a moment in which Christ made himself known, where God made himself known. So why why is that theme of manifestation uh, so central to our understanding of the faith? Well, we have to recognize that for centuries, for millennia prior to this, there was an expectation that the savior of the world was coming, right? The savior of the world was coming. The savior of the world was coming. And this is the old Testament, right? This is the old Testament. This is the prophets. This is 
ever since original sin entered the world and dragged everybody down. This is what we've been looking forward to. And we celebrate this in a super abbreviated way in the four weeks of Advent, right? And really just the first two um, before we really change our focus and, and look back to the coming of Christ on Christmas morning. Um, but we were, were waiting, we, we were waiting for this, this coming of Christ um, to, to uh, the coming. Sorry, I got, I got lost. Can we, can we yeah, take sure. one quick setback? Um, I also, I also backwards Advent. So I don't know, but I hopefully nobody will notice um, <laughs> <clears throat> the whatever. Okay. So I'll pick it up from all this time. We sell, I'll start picking up when we celebrate an Advent. Okay. okay. So we condense this period of expectation from the Old Testament into the season of Advent, right? Which is only four weeks long, but we, we, we get a taste of this expectation. Um, and the Christmas season is particularly joyful, right? It's particularly char- characterized by joy because this is when God finally made himself known. That mm-hmm. everything that had been anticipated for generations was finally arriving. And think about all the things that we see when Christ arrives that, that are signs of joys and signs of power and mm-hmm. signs of incredible, um, you know, notoriety. We see on, on Christmas Day, right? What do we have? Angels in the field singing mm-hmm. glory to God on the highest, right? This incredible sign, not to mention the star that the, uh, that the wise men follow, right? That's also mm-hmm. there at, at nativity time, but it, it maintains, it's, it's there until epiphany. We see the wise men coming from the corners of the earth to, to go pay homage to the, to the great king. The baptism of the Lord, we see we hear a voice from heaven. When Jesus is presented in the te- temple, we see prophet and prophetess praising God because finally here's the arrival of the, for- of the foretold one of Israel. Mm-hmm. It's this incredible stack of people and circumstances making known that Christ, our Savior, is finally present in our world. And that's the whole character of the Christmas season, right? That's what makes Christmas so joyful is that Christ is finally present in the world. Yeah, and 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 even to take that another step further, like the reason why we're so joyful that Christ is present in the world is that God is manifesting to us his own inner nature in Christ. That that in Jesus we come to know the 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 very heart of God himself. And he's Jesus is an invitation to us to deeper and and lasting intimacy that we're being called to like that that the mystery of god when we just use our reason is beyond us but now in this moment in in all these little moments of epiphanies he's making himself uh known to us in in a a remarkable thing way yeah yeah what a remarkable thing for the god of the universe to kind of deign to look down on us and and show us more about what relationship he wants to have with us and who he is and the nature of our salvation, all of these great things. And I think that it, it goes a long way towards us sort of taking awe at this season. Um, yeah. You know, people often will say, why don't we make Christmas last all year long? By which they mean be nice to people and, you know, whatever, by visit your family, which are good things. Don't get me wrong. But if we as Christians really want to make the joy of Christmas last all year long, make Christ known in your life to everyone around you, mm-hmm. right? Be a, be an epiphany, right? Be an epiphany of the presence of Christ in your life by the way you live, by the joy that you bring to them and, and continue as Christians have through the saints, through, through these miraculous occurrences throughout history, be the channel by which Christ is once again known. 
Yeah. Because this is the Christmas joy, right? We're going to, we're going to cover the, the proper salvific act, the incredible love of Christ, all the nature of it. Um, and Easter time and Lent and all these other seasons, but we're joyful now because we're, we're seeing for the first time and in a really powerful series of ways, many, many, many epiphanies throughout the season. Listen to them in the gospel. When you get a chance, listen to all the gospels. They all are telling of Christ being known in a new way. We're here. We're hearing of, uh, the love of Christ and the presence of Christ in our world for the first time. Mm -hmm. Well, good. We're about to celebrate this weekend, uh, the at the time of this recording, the baptism of the Lord. So I think I have now just gotten my homily uh, idea from you, Father Alex. So um, <laughs> this, this podcast was an epiphany. Uh, and if you thought so, you can uh, find other great Catholic podcasts at catholicbitespodcast.com, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you and God bless you.